Welcome out there to another awesome and riveting episode of the Album Argument Podcast. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. And we are so happy to see you. Jay, really quickly, what's the Album Argument? It's a podcast where two longtime friends get together in in advance. We swap albums. We give each other albums and we say, hey, you should listen to this for whatever reason. And then we get together to throw chairs. Yep. Hopefully throw chairs. Because sometimes we agree, but most often we don't agree or we disagree. And we have an album argument. But over. we've had a weird streak lately that feels yeah. like it's gone on for way too long. And I have a feeling we might be fighting over this yeah, record. This is a, yeah, this is an interesting this record. This is an interesting record. Uh, it was very popular when it came out, like super popular. Yeah, and I think it's still one of Red Hot Chili Peppers' most popular albums. I would agree. So it's Californication, released way back in june of 1999 i know it's crazy i remember when it came out there was like this big push on vh1 for like they're behind the music and stuff and the return of john fashante and uh all that and it, it, there was a lot of press and and push and everything uh vh1 and mtv were playing videos from this record non-stop yeah it's uh like you said it was the return of the guitar player john fashante he had been out for Few years. Most of the 90s, right? Yeah, so most. he was there for a few albums of the later 80s into Blood Sugar Sex Magic at the mm-hmm. beginning of the 90s. And then he left. Um, Dave Navarro came in for One yep. Hot Minute, which I think we haven't talked about, but I think we kind of agree that that's probably a better album than everybody sells it out to be. Um, it's one of my favorite Red Hot Chili Pepper records. Yeah. In fact, my favorite Red Hot Chili Pepper song is on there. P? Do, you, do you remember? P? Nope. I'm a little. No. Nope. Coffee Shop. Oh, Coffee Shop. Yeah, that's a good one. I love Coffee Shop. Yeah, at the time I didn't get it, and I think a lot of people didn't get it, but it sounds really good. And it does. It's it is aged and, like fine wine. Yeah, yeah. So that was mid-90s, and then they were kind of going through things and drugs and relationships yes. and so forth, and John came back in 98 or so. Yeah, I think this is when Anthony cleaned up as well. Sort of. Sort of. Well, then you, when you read his book, which I did a while ago, oh, I did think you? he had some relapses and so forth. Gotcha. During this time. Okay. And I remember reading that and I saw them on tour during this. I was like 14 years old, 15. Mm-hmm. And I remember going, uh, reading that book maybe 20 years ago at this yeah. point or 15 years ago going, oh, well, he was probably high at that show. So I think there were some <laughs> things in that tour, or maybe the album. I so, got gotcha. you. Anyway, so Californication, it was all over MTV and VH1. Yeah, so yeah. Scar Tissue was the lead single. It was like, oh, well, this is kind of different. This is yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, really different. All right. So I had five singles, Scar Tissue, Around the World, which is the opener. Pretty cool opener. Mm-hmm. Other Side, which is kind of more subdued. That's kind of, uh, I mean, Scar Tissue as well. The other Side was really dark. Yeah, dark. Compared yeah, to anything was, that they had done before, it was really dark. I think they had like a making the video for Other Side. Yeah, they did. I think, if I remember correctly. Then Californication, that yeah. was a really big hit. I, I was making the video for that too. Yeah, jamming on that with uh, our friend Brian back in the day, yep. and we play guitar and bass to that. And then the closing track, "Road Trippin'," which is totally different. Mm-hmm. That was a single as well. Yep. So five singles ended up at least it's at least seven times platinum. So sold over yep. seven million records, a bajillion records, a bajillion. Uh, produced by Rick Rubin, so they brought him back to produce this album uh, on their Warner Brothers label. And um, yeah, it, it's. I was really into it at the time. I remember taking this, I was taking bass lessons, you know, learning bass at the time. And I took it to my bass teacher and he was just like, oh, well, that's cool. And, you know, he would just listen to it before I could. And uh, before I could just listen and, 
you know, kind of figure it out or yeah. I think we had like really bad internet, maybe not even the internet at the time at my house. So we could yeah. just look up tabs and all that. So anyway, so I take it to the teacher and he listened and he was like, oh, that's cool. So I remember him appreciating some of it and I really got into it and, you know, played it for years. And then Red Hot Chili Peppers, I've kind of fallen out of favor with them. We kind of alluded to that yeah. before. You're like, oh, one of your favorite bands. And yeah, I have a lot of their albums. Um, they actually had a few albums recently that were actually not too bad. They had John Fruscianti left again. Yes, he did. And they had the the touring, the guitar tech. Mm-hmm. Um, young uh, guy. Yeah, younger guy, jazz. Something or another. Yeah, sorry out there. That, did but, he get inducted into the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with them? Uh, I think so around I that think time. Because John yeah. Fruscianti just came back for the most recent yeah. album. So he's come back for the, what, second time? Third. Third time, whatever. So um so yeah, so uh, they've had a few albums here and there, and you know some fans of Red Hot Chili Peppers say, okay, it doesn't beat the the sock, sock Red Hot era. Red, the sock era of the eighties, <laughs> right? With Hillel Slovak, yeah. So the original guitar player, yeah. but I, I say that you know Chad Smith is an awesome drummer. He's incredible, right? And he's Absolutely. still he's doing a lot of cool videos out there now. Like um, there's this one guy that. Um, goes to his house and like, what did you play on this song? And so he's he's gotten into that, you know, the video world that we are in, the yeah. TikTok world that we're in now. Uh, but anyways, there I, I think Anthony Kiedis's vocals really started to kind of shine on this album, kind of singing wise. You know, they kind of got a little bit more alternative rock, yeah. introspective here they on did, this yes. album. Flea is Flea, right? So one of the greatest bass players of all time. Yeah. So they. They have this kind of magic, the four of them, right? They so do. that o- over all the albums, kind of mentioning a little bit of all the Red Hot Chili Peppers, this is the core, right? Yes. Whether it's the Sock era, I mean, you know, they were only that band for a few years, considering, you know, John Frusciante, I think they've been this. I think Jack Irons was in the band then, too. Jack Irons on drums, yeah. yeah. So they've been this band the majority of the, what, 40, 50 years of. Yeah, I think people would say this is the classic lineup as well, starting with uh, Blood blood Sugar, Sugar. Sex Magic. Uh, Mother's Milk right before. Mother's Milk, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like late 80s, 89 or so. So I say I I wanted to choose this album just because I haven't listened to it in a while, I admit, and it was really big for me as a a teenager. And I kind of wanted to listen to it and go back and go, okay, do I still like it? And I I was starting to listen. Okay, yeah, I still like some songs. I probably like a few different songs now than I did before. But I still like a lot of the songs. I mean, 15 songs, too. Yep. It's a pretty long album. Yes, it is. You might say, oh, you could have left off some songs. But so long story to get to, this is kind of the jumping off point of what the chili, who the Chili Peppers are now, I feel. So there there was the 80s. Red Hot Chili Peppers, kind of the raw funk. Yes. George Clinton produced yes. here and there. Kind of the Red Hot Chili Peppers we don't really associate with nowadays. No, not at all. Pretty much. They probably don't play that as many of those songs as much. I don't think they play anything from their first record. Yeah. There's that One Hot Minute in the Middle, right of the 90s. But then there's kind of the Blood Sugar Sex Magic and Mother's Milk, mm-hmm. early John Frusciante. So kind of the 90s sound. And then it's this sound. So it's kind of the, maybe they got older, maybe not as many drugs, whatever you want to call it. That's it's it's funk, but it's kind of a little bit it's more controlled, yeah. right? And they they did a Danger Mouse album recently, and it was kind of a little electronic and so forth. And anyway, so they they've explored a few different avenues, but I think this was the jumping off point of like it or not. This is the Red Hot Chili Peppers that we have nowadays. It's the one that they're going to tour on. I don't really listen to the latest album, but it's still it sounds like Californication. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. It doesn't sound like Blood Sugar Sex Magic. No. It sounds like Californication. So maybe there's just two eras. Maybe it's just early 
and then everything after Californication, right? So um, I really like Stadium Arcadium. I was kind of debating, should I give you that album? But that was a double album. It was a lot of songs. Yes. I think it would be easy. In, in this podcast, it would be easy to find a bad song. And maybe difficult oh, or yeah. easy to find a good song on this album. But this one being 15, as I started going through it, I go, okay, I have a pretty obvious worst song. It's kind of hard to find a good song. The best song, sorry. It's easy to find a good song. Hard to find a, a, a great song, the best song, because there's a few that I'm just like, I don't know. It sounds, they're just rocking. It's kind of the alternative rock that I really like. So it's, I really like Californication. The next one, I think, by the way, it was, eh, and then... Kind of had some things, and then Stadium Arcadium, and then again, like it or not, this is the sound of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So I'm kind of interested in that from you because I, I've heard from other people go, oh, I don't like this part of Red Hot Chili Peppers or that part or whatever. So I think this really brought them back to the world. Um, there's a big issue, though, with the sound of the album. So when it was mastered, which is the last step of the process, it was heavily squashed and compressed and made loud and kind of crunches and distorts. And that was really the... I don't know if it was the beginning of the end, but that was that was when albums started getting really loud and to get, make things louder, something has to give and at some point it distorts. So it distorts. It's very mono, which they don't, that that's okay. The um, Jim Scott, the engineer talks about that and he says, you know, that's just what they went for. I think Rick Rubin and the band, they wanted something loud. And so sometimes mono, everything in the middle just hits harder. So if you listen on a headphones, it's not that good of a headphone album. But if you listen on speakers, it sounds really good. No, I, I totally understand. We've talked about that before, uh, headphone album versus speakers album. So. Yeah. So I remember at the time thinking like, okay, this, this, you know, that has kind of a certain sound to it, but I admit that doesn't stand the test of time. Like mm -hmm. now having audio engineer ears, it's, it's sometimes difficult to listen to this, but the songs stand, stand the test of time, right? So going back to what we talked about last week, like Chevelle sounds really good mm -hmm. a couple years later. I wish this sounded as good as even the Chevelle album. Gotcha. Like I wish it kind of had that new metal, not new metal sound, but the new metal quality, quality that yeah. I was criticizing new metal for coming full circle to back to California. Gotcha. Maybe we'll get a reissue at some point. I hope. Probably. It just, it, it sounds a little odd. I have one of the first CDs and even the, the streaming, it's not great. Yeah. So anyways, um, it's rock, it's alternative, it's funk. It's got, it's kind of sweet as well. So, I have my favorite, and I definitely have my worst, and I've always thought it's the worst, <laughs> but I'm kind of interested. We haven't really talked about Red Hot Chili Peppers much, if no, any at all. I don't we, think we they're your band, so through, what are your thoughts? Through our friendship, we have we have coasted on it, because I'll be the first one to tell you, or, I mean, you already know. I'm not a huge Chili Pepper fan. Uh, I grew up with the CD, What Hits. Uh, oh, my yeah. dad had that, so that's what I listened that's to. It's kind of the 80s, yeah. later the later 80s. Yeah, it, it, right. I love the album cover of it as well. It's hilarious. Um, just and that, So that's what I gravitate towards. When I think of the Peppers, that's what I want. Um, you know, Fight Like a Brave, um, Higher Ground, stuff like that from the 80s. I love it. And uh, I have to, I generally draw a line at Mother's Milk, you know, as the stuff I like. Now, I as we talked about briefly earlier, I think One Hot Minute is actually a one-hot record. I love it. I think it's a great album. Uh, it's not perfect by any means. There's still a lot of flaws, but I really enjoy it. I think Dave Navarro did an excellent job filling in, and I'm sorry it didn't work out, you know, because I would rather have Dave Navarro than John Fashante back, and that's just me. Now, I, I, I like a lot of stuff that John Fashante does. Like, he, he 
provides very good like background vocals and stuff and uh some of the songs like i know stadium arcadium the snow hey hey yo whatever oh, it's called. i can't stand that song, i know you hate it the rest of the album's great i know you don't like it but because we've had that discussion before but i love that song i think that's a brilliant song and beautiful and um but I agree, all the sounds, Stadium Arcadium, I think, is the pinnacle of that era, and it all sounds good compared to this. So I'll just go ahead and say that I would rather listen to a best of volume one and volume two of Red Hot Chili Peppers than ever listen to California Incation again, because Aww. I think this album is awful. Aww. It should have been an EP with the singles, and that's it. You're wrong. To me, the only songs that are worth anything on this album are the singles, and the rest of it are awful. I could not get into this record at all. I tried and tried, and it's just, for me, it just falls back into, I, I just didn't like the sound of it. It did not remind me of old Chili Peppers. So I and, wonder, is it, sorry to jump in, the, no, no, the sound, ahead. like the problem of the sound. Yes, the, the sound album. was a huge problem for me. It did not sound good. Um, and I listened to it because I, I felt like when, I'm, when I was first listening to it, I was in my truck, and I'm like, okay, it's not sounding good here. All right, so I then went into my classroom, listened to it on the speakers there. It's not good there. I have actually really decent speakers in my classroom. Didn't sound good there. Went home and listened to it. Didn't sound good there. Like, there was something off about the sound. And the fact that you were mentioning all the stuff there, I'm having this, like, enlightenment moment going, eh, that's probably it, you know? <laughs> you don't um, just have to, like, get your ears cleaned or anything. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I cleaned them this morning. Uh, <laughs> no, there was just something about the sound that I did not enjoy. Uh, and I don't think that this is solid songwriting either. I think they put all their best effort into songs like, you know, uh, scar tissue, other side, Californication even. But if I had to pick the best song on here, I'm going with the album opener around the world. I love that song. That one still is a great song. What a killer opening track. It, it's interesting that uh, listening on headphones as we are right now, it is actually quite stereo at the beginning. Yes. So that actually helps it, right? But yeah. then once the verse comes, it's very mono and it yes. falls down. And nothing against mono. Hey, there are great mono records out there. But this was 1999. Correct. Um, I guess the problem is, an, uh, is, is not exactly mono. It's kind of cool because there are other sounds out there from the 90s and even today that when you mix drums and mono, it kind of works. But... I think it helps that it's stare at the beginning. Yeah. It's more the kind of the crunch and when things get really loud, that's when it hurts too because everything's just kind of squeezing out of the same door. Now, out of all the songs uh, on this record, this one to me is the song that is closest to old Chili Peppers, which is why I think I connect to it. I relate to it. It's I heavy. That. Yeah. It's It's got that, I mean, like Starts what with the bass. opening bass line. Like, wow. Just incredible. But, it, you know... It, I don't know. This to me says old chili peppers and I like that, but then it doesn't follow that solidly through the whole record. And that's what bums me out about it. I don't like this album. I'm not going to be listening to it again. I just give me the best of volume one and two. Well, I think also the sound too, uh, I should have mentioned before that, you know, it's, it's much more dry. So yeah. like, 
Blood Sugar Sex Magic was the pinnacle of like really big reverb yes. coming out of the 80s, early 90s. That was 91. That's really big sounding. But when you listen to it nowadays, it sounds kind of dated. Yes. Right. So again, Californication sounds like today because that's kind of what today sounds like. Yeah. Added a little bit more reverb for today. So this album's very dry. Um, I think in a good way. Like you yeah, said, you know, if, if it's not, it, it doesn't it's sound like the 80s sound, but I think this is Red Hot Chili Peppers and I. I think you're wrong, Ryan. Schell. And that's fine. Throw, ow, ow, stop hitting me. I think the guitar work, the bass work, the drums. Unfortunately, it was screwed up after that by how it was mixed and mastered. Yeah. But um, it, I think they hit gold. Anyways. So if maybe if there was a version of this that was like a live to tape version, that would be probably awesome. I don't know. It's got funk. It's got the alternative rock side of them. I mean, so if you think of Red Hot Chili Peppers as like just the funk rock band. Yeah. I mean, they've evolved. The, like every band has evolved. So Perfect. this is That's kind true. of the heavy, uh, distorted. Um, it's got some rock side of things that I thought you might like because it kind I, of molds two different worlds together. I, it does. It does. Um, I also have to be honest, and there's going to be a lot of people that don't like this. I don't like Anthony Kiedis' voice. Ah, okay. Well, that's that, a big... That, that plays into it. Um, <laughs> but I, I think he sings really well on this album. See, I, I, I remember seeing him live and, and stuff, and he is out of tune all the time. He got a lot better. Like, now he's pretty good, and or whether it's software vocal magic training or, or something. Or, yeah, yeah vocal something like too. that. Um, no, I mean, like, and I, I'm, I'm glad that there's a lot of people that like this. Like I said, there, there's some cool songs on this. But it stops at the singles for me. Like, it really does. I hate that. Which leads me to the song that I cannot stand the most. Like, and it just bothers me. Oh, my gosh. Porcelain. Porcelain. Are you wasting away in your skin? You can't see my notes because I'm on my music stand over here, but I agree with you. Is, oh, my gosh. So I, I I really dislike this song even when I was a teenager. It's awful. I don't think it's an awful song now. It just oh, doesn't. Oh, it's, it's an awful song. No, I don't think it. It just doesn't fit. It, it, well, that's for sure. It just doesn't fit at all. It doesn't fit all the rest of the songs being 15 songs because you kind of looked at me before and I was like, okay, there's definitely one song that could have been left off because – if anybody's streaming right now, you can get the extended cut. Yeah. You know, and that was like extra iTunes tracks or whatever, not originally on the CD. It should have been one of those. Yeah. Oh, to totally. But I don't think it's a bad song. Like it's its own song. It's kind of, it's kind of catchy. It's kind of, it's, no. it's got a weird sound to it. I agree. It's still the worst song. It's awful. So. There's no good. I'm sorry. No, there, there's no good qualities to this song. It, it shouldn't have even been a B side. It's. I mean, like, no, like, just leave it off. Who wrote this? So there's a album coming up that I. It was difficult to find a a bad song in a good way, but I chose the song because it kind of it has a chord progression that gives me the heebie-jeebies. This chord progression. <laughs> It, it it just it just it doesn't give me the heebie-jeebies. I'll give that's why I'll fight you on that. It's it's I've I appreciate it more. Like actually, when I listened to it, I knew this was the worst track, and yeah. then I listened to it again today. I was like, actually, it's not. It doesn't make me sound feel weird inside. It's just it's not awful. what I want to listen to 
after easily and all right, so the next one. It's so not far. what you want to listen to. So then then that greatly describes what I like with the chili peppers. And it's not this. It's not what I want to listen to. So th- that's uh, thus makes me right and you wrong. Oh, uh, no, because uh, it starts. Uh, I agree. It starts with around the world. I th- I've always liked parallel universe. Parallel universes. Because it rocks Good. like when it gets, it's, it's a cool like. Yeah. you know it's got this this steady it's rhythm good. going I, I think it's really cool it's different it's it's not you know when you see a song track too and you see parallel universe and then you hear it they kind of go together yeah scar tissue is really good other side i've never been too hip on that song i like it just because it's dark it's different too but yeah it's, i i often actually kind of but i that. think another band could have done that song and it would have been fine maybe sure and you know other than the chili peppers so but then we get into all the other songs. Get on top, totally different. That's like Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's kind it of is. funk. Now the lyrics, nothing lyrically. Well, there is one, a few songs. Most of the lyrics are not very developed and yeah. elaborate. Yeah. Right. They're not memorable. Let's no. say, kindly saying. So get on top. I mean, I think Californication has some good parts. Yeah. It mentions Cobain, Kurt Cobain, and things like that, and. Uh, easily is kind of a, like a rocker type. That's pretty cool. Um, emit Remus, Remus, however you want to say that one. That's kind of, you know, it's got some cool parts. I like Dirt. I mean, I like Dirt. It's a ridiculous song, but it's kind of cool. It's not the song that is going to make the uh, Library of Congress for lyrics. But it all just sounds bad. I don't think it sounds bad. I think it's got a certain sound. It's catchy. Oh. It's it's what like, as I said before. Take it or leave it. It's the sound of the Red Hot Chili Peppers moving on. Now, if you really don't like this, you're not going to like anything of the last 25 years of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, and that's why I haven't bought a Chili Pepper record since One Hot Minute. Uh, Savior's really good. It kind of has a cool 60s breakdown. Like you hear the John Frusciante influence, Mm -hmm. the background vocals. Uh, Purple Stain has some interesting lyrics, but it's kind of got a cool beat to it. Uh, right on time is cool. It's uh really the probably one of the, it's almost like around the world. And then road tripping. So I think out of fifteen songs, you know, easily, yeah, easily. See what I did there? Easily twelve or thirteen are really good. Uh, easily, skip- no, they're not. <laughs> I'm sorry you don't like this. No, I will ask you. So my pick in today's time, probably in as a fourteen year old, it was around the world. Or, yeah. Or uh, scar tissue. Are you trying something. to say I'm it's- still a fourteen year old boy? Yes. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Touche Today's time And I remember liking it at the time Not realizing I did kind of like it Or realizing why or anything But This Velvet Glove I think is a song <laughs> are you, What are you laughing at me? <laughs> Get out of here Go Get ahead. out of my house Go ahead. This Velvet Glove What's wrong with that? The name of the song? Yes <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's talking about handle me with care and things like that, like a velvet glove, maybe something like that. Uh, um, it's kind of, it's very 60s. It's got like a, a constant acoustic guitar going and it's got cool electrics in it, kind of almost like slide-esque. It gets kind of heavy. Um, it's loud in the chorus. It's got a cool ending where it just ends on the verse and mm-hmm. it just ends on, I like your smell. It's like, it, it doesn't have... <laughs> That sounds like something creepy. Like it's something. <laughs> I like it feels, your smell. It feels intimate. That's why, I like porcelain. Going back to that real quick, like it's very intimate. 
Like nothing wrong with it. It it doesn't. It's not the best song, but it's very intimate in a good way. It's very alternative rock, very emo. Hey, over there, I like your smell. <laughs> I'm it's, sorry. It's got a cool ending. Anyway, you're wrong. Here's this Velvet Glove. It's such a waste to be wasted in the first place. I wanna taste the taste of pain face to face with common grace to meditate on the warmest dream. And when I walk alone, I listen to our secret theme. It starts with the band, yeah. for the most part, but it's it's very bass driven at the beginning with some guitar. It's a heart rip off song. A heart rip off song, sure. I think it's rock. It's not Red Hot Chili Peppers, but I do. I'll give it. It kind of has like a funk s guitar because yeah. it's got the. It's I, it's not funk guitar, but it's 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 a good mesh of multiple yeah. eras of Red Hot Chili Peppers. Let me put it to you this way: take Anthony Kiedis out of the song, and the song's great. I think he works for the. I mean, you have to. Uh, sure, if you just don't like Anthony Kiedis, <laughs> fine. I, I have nothing against Anthony. I, like I said, I like old Chili yeah, Pepper. The vocals, the song like, vocals. I just I don't know. Vocals. It's something about his singing that I just don't really. I'm not drawn to. And what I like about Californication, the album, is that his vocal is very upfront. It's very dry here. Little reverb. This is again is the yeah. sound of the Red Hot Chili Peppers now. Love it or hate it. I think this song's really cool. It's not really Red Hot Chili Peppers, but. That's fine. It it works. I think everybody should listen to this. And Ryan's wrong. He's going to be kicked out of this house. Yep. Because I don't know if I still have the T-shirt, but I remember I said I uh, saw this. Yeah. I saw this on tour. I had a T-shirt. I wore it a lot. Yeah, you did. It's a cool album type uh, cover, right? It's kind of it got is. the, it the is, beach actually. and the yeah. fire, and it's upside down, and it's kind of got the the beach and the sky and the sky and the see. I the always pool. thought I always thought it was a pool of lava. Pool of lava, like a Maybe swimming it could be pool that. of lava. Yeah. It's to each their own, each right? Their own. Just like yeah. you have a really bad take on the album. No, but I kind of <laughs> expected this. I even assumed it. Did that, you really? Yeah, that's why. Oh, man, I, I'm sorry. I should have done like Stadium Arcadium because I think that was really the pinnacle and it's all downhill from there. Um, but I, maybe this is the pinnacle too. Do this you one know, and, if we did Stadium Arcadium, do you remember what song I would have picked? Because we've talked about that, the song I cannot said, stand and you like it. Uh oh yeah the um uh bump, bump, bump. yeah hump to bump yeah oh that was a cool song no it's not <clears throat> it's, it's an awful song it's it's not a song that you again put in a time capsule and uh, <laughs> that's for sure uh play for for the you know for the masses in a thousand years and saying this was this is humanity. <laughs> I, I think that's a cool song. I think that's a cool song. There's a, a song on that album, Charlie, I always thought. Was Charlie's really cool. a good song. I yeah. like that one. But, um, but if you go back to like, uh, again, re- the reason why I picked Californication, it was why it's the sound of Red Hot Chili Peppers moving forward. It's got a lot of really great songs. If you look at any other album, mm-hmm. I think there are more bad songs on every other album. So you might not agree okay. with me, but I wonder right. everybody well, out there. I think like Blood Sugar Sex Magic, I was actually blown away when I listened to it. I don't like that record. It's just a few songs. Yeah. It's a lot of filler. Yeah. But because it's coming out of the funk and the jamming and things yeah. like that. I will also give it to the band, although their songs are written by the band. Mm-hmm. I mean, who does that? Most of the bands don't yeah, do that. Yeah, that's true. 
right? I mean, that's the nature of them. They have to jam on it. So this is much more song-driven, and that's what yeah, them is. going forward. And some of One Hot Minute, but then some of One Hot Minute is kind of drawn out and over yeah. the top and so forth. I don't know. I mm. So that's why I picked yeah. this album. And okay. I wonder everybody else out there. Now, uh, maybe I agree with you too. A Red Hot Chili Peppers Greatest Hits, Volume 1 and 2, could be great too. Yeah, that would be great. You know, album-wise, I'm not sure if I'm with most albums, but... So what I songs, came, what I yes. come to find is like the you know you got what hits like I talked about earlier and then you got the I think after Californication didn't they drop like a greatest hits record Something right around there it? yeah and I was looking at that I've never listened to that because they were they left off so many songs that I enjoyed I was like well this is not a good compilation well also when they got into back with John Frusciante I don't think they play yeah, anything off of One Hot Minute and like they probably Aeroplane don't and even the um, What's the Ohio player song? Um, the the cover, Love Roller did. Coaster. Love Roller Coaster. That was a really good cover. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a great cover. That was on the uh, Beavis and Butthead Do America soundtrack. Yeah, that was a, that was a cool uh, cover. But anyways, um, out there, let us know. You know, again, it doesn't sound good in today's time. Hopefully, we'll get a reissue from Warner Brothers. No. At some point, we probably we it, probably will. It, it'll be even louder and sound worse because <laughs> that's what reissues do. Yes, uh, but anyways, out of fifteen songs, I think 12, 13... Maybe even 14 songs are really good. Take a listen. Maybe don't let your kids listen to most of these songs. <laughs> That's for sure. Especially uh, Purple Stain. But um, I remember what? even as a 14-year-old going, what? 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 Huh? Okay. That, you, know, you know, you're learning. You know your mom stuff. comes busting through the door. What are you listening to? Well, so my parents, my uh, if they're listening, there's a good video of, you know, my mom on the, the camcorder of uh, birthday party, whatever. Uh-huh. And I had an old CD boombox in Around the World. And there's a few words in that oh, song, yeah. too. Yeah. And she always like, oh, right when we start... F- <laughs> taping the the, the the word comes out and oh, things like that. So, I miss Ma Dudman. Thank you, parents, for letting me listen to this. Because I remember there's some other albums as a kid. You're like, no, you cannot listen to yeah. it because it's explicit. I don't think this one actually. There are certain songs that are explicit. Yeah. So this kind of got through that. It, it got didn't through have the it. cracks. So thank you, Warner Brothers, for not putting explicit because I probably would not have gotten it. But anyways, sorry for blabbling, babbling, blabbling, whatever. Blabbling sounds good to me. It's it's a cool record. Everybody else, let me know what you think. Blabbling would be a great way to describe this record. So that's perfect. I appreciate that there, Jeremy Dudman. What, you uh, don't like dirt? Who doesn't like dirt? I like dirt. I like dirt. <laughs> it's a cool album just to put on and clean the house, too. There you go. That Well, you clean, you know. Anyways, you clean it up and throw it out. Moving on. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Share us with whoever you think might enjoy this. Let's get the debate started. Because everybody else will like this except for you, Ryan Ex- Probably. Tell me how wrong I am on our socials like Facebook and all the other ones. Uh, look us up at thealbumargument.com where you can find Jeremy's Spotify playlist, some ugly pictures of us as teenagers, and now, in case you've ever wondered what we look like as ugly adults, and then also, what's the last thing? The link tree. Yeah, it's just a way to contact and other podcast platforms yeah. and the, the link to the websites on there. Send so us forth. send us a message, an angry message in Linktree telling us how wrong I am for this record. Okay? Yes, please. Yeah, sounds good. Until next time, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Deuces. We are out. <laughs>